Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Eternal Entrepreneur Lunch Break. For those of you who are new here, my name is Joe Newton and I am one of the co-hosts of the Eternal Entrepreneur. And today on the lunch break, we are going to talk about the eternal entrepreneur and the curse of knowledge. No, this is not a new Harry Potter book, though what are you doing reading those anyway? Joke, joke, totally joking. <laughs> no, the curse of knowledge, for those of you who have not heard of it before, is basically this. The curse of knowledge is at one point, there was a knowledge that you had that was new to you. But since that time, you've spent a lot of time gaining more knowledge in that area. You've spent a lot of time getting experience in an area, and you've started to internalize it. And to you, it's now become obvious. And the way that this becomes a problem is that we, we start to assume that everyone else we encounter has had the same experience or that this knowledge is just as obvious to them as it is to us. So a quick story about how I have had to combat the curse of knowledge in my business. At the end of last year, I felt like God was telling me to focus more on the vision that he had given me, like the long-term big picture vision, and to set down all of the things that didn't align specifically with that vision. And just to give you a little context, for me, that vision is by the end of my life, I want to have empowered 10,000 entrepreneurs to partner with God in an active way and run excellent, profitable businesses. So something like the Eternal Entrepreneur is in line with that vision. But most of the businesses that I was currently running or a part of at that time weren't. They, they, for the vast majority, were part of uh, real estate and real estate investing and some other areas within real estate. And I, I still enjoy real estate. I still do some real estate. But being in those businesses and those taking so much of my focus was not where God wanted me to spend my time and energy on the day-to-day. So I decided to shut down most of those businesses or withdraw from most of those businesses and I had a fork in the road for me. It was like, okay, I'm going to go focus on this vision, but in the meantime, how am I going to make money? My wife still wants me to bring in at least some money. So I decided that I was going to begin consulting. I had been doing it a little bit on the side. I had worked with a handful of clients, helping them systematize their business, bringing structure and specificity. Sorry, that word's still hard for me. Specificity. You guys understand what I'm saying. Helping get focused in their business on what main key systems and processes are going to get them their time and their autonomy back. So I'd done that. I enjoyed that. And that was a great excuse to, one, get to empower entrepreneurs to build profitable, excellent businesses. And when I met with them, I get to talk about Jesus. I get to share what the Lord has put on my heart, uh, spending that time with them. So I knew I wanted to do consulting as as part of my my main business venture, but I began to have these thoughts. 
when talking to, to entrepreneurs that they already know what I know. They know that systems and processes are important. They've heard the saying, you need to work on your business as well as in your business. And so I, I had this thought in the back of my head, anytime I was going to get a new client or to step out and share what I was doing, that I, 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 I didn't have any value to add because either the person I was talking to already knew what I knew or it was so easily accessible. I was like, oh, well, they just read this book, this book, and this book, and, you know, they, they can do this themselves. It's not rocket science. And, and that was okay for a while. <laughs> not really. That was not okay. Because when I finally came to the realization of what I was doing, that I, I, I was being affected by the curse of knowledge, it changed everything for me. So when I, I got the realization that yes, what I do is not rocket science, but I have literally put hours and hours, days and days into reading book after book after book and do going on and, and taking specific classes. I, I've taken time and experience with different clients, creating methods and processes that don't just help people create systems and processes within their business, but it's a simple way that makes it take a whole lot less time than if they were going to do it themselves. And that was an aha moment for me. That was a big moment when I realized, oh my geez, I've been cutting myself off at the knees this whole time. People do need what I have. I do have value to give them, even though at a high level, they understand that what I offer is something that they need. And, and I feel like there are many of you who are listening who are probably in a similar place, whether that's the person sitting out there who has a business idea that you just haven't started, whether you're sitting there and you're thinking about going after a new client base that maybe you think is a little out of reach, or maybe you have a new product line that you're wanting to put out in the world that you haven't because you feel like you've already seen similar products, or you could be wanting to share Jesus with your employees, with your vendors, and with your clients more. But you've been thinking to yourself, oh, well, I'm in the Bible belt. They probably already know this verse, or they probably already know Jesus thinks they're amazing and they've dealt with that, or, oh, well, they're sick. They, they've probably already had someone pray for them. I, I say all these things because I have thought all of those thoughts. And that that is where the curse of knowledge Will, will get us, is that we start to believe that what we have, the knowledge that we have, the faith that we have, the experience that we have, is not valuable because to us, it's become obvious. But I want to tell you, there is a verse in the Bible, and I call this my grandpa verse. It's 2 Peter 1.12. I'm reading in the New American Standard. Therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and have been established in them, the truth which is present with you. So what I, I see in this verse is two things. One, as a grandpa, it is okay if I tell anyone the same story from my childhood over and over because Peter told me to. But the second thing I, I, I pull from this is we have gold inside of us. And even if the person, worst case scenario, already knows what we're about to tell them, 
it is good that they be reminded of that thing because we forget. So specifically with the, the, the word, it's good that you have other people around you continuing for you and continually reminding you of the promises that God has given all of us as children, that we are born again, that we are saved, that we are healed, that we have been made whole, that he loves us, that there is a future beyond this life. All of these things are good for us to be reminded that those are promises that are sitting right there for us. Another quick story. I had a, a, a buddy Matt, who's uh, going to be on the podcast soon. We recorded his episode a couple of days ago. He was telling us a story about him being on vacation with his family a couple of weeks ago, and he happened to run into this couple. It was a, a, a woman and I believe her husband, and he saw that she had a knee brace, so he went up to her and said, hey, can, can I pray for you? And they asked him, they said, well, what kind of Christian are you? And he said, well, I'm I'm a Christian who believes that God can heal your knee. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm, I'm a Lutheran. And by the end of the conversation, Matt ended up getting to, to pray for her knee. And then the next day, maybe it was the next day, a couple of days go by, he's waiting for his family to, to come out of the, this public restroom, and he happens to see this couple out of the corner of his eye. And he notices that she's not wearing a knee brace anymore. He runs up to her, and she says, yeah, after you prayed for me, the pain totally went away in my knee. It's all healed now. Now, I want to ask you, because I've, I've done this, I've lived this in my life. If Matt had thought to himself when they said, oh, we're Christians, I'm a Lutheran. Oh, well, they already know Jesus. They've probably already prayed for each other. He's probably already prayed for her knee. What if he had done that? That lady's knee might still be in pain today. So this, this, is, this is why I share this story. We just need to know that sometimes there are things at stake if we cut ourselves off and, and assume that what we have is not valuable. I need you to know that what you have is valuable. Whether it's the word of God that you have to share, whether it's your prayers for other people, or that business idea that you believe God has put in your heart, or that client that you feel an urge to step out and talk to, you are valuable and you have value to give to other people. And if the curse of knowledge, just you need to ask yourself, why am I fearing stepping out? Am I assuming that what I have is not valuable to this person or that they already have this knowledge? because they might need. You might be exactly what they need. That product might be exactly what they need. And I'll just give you one more thing on the, on the product forefront. If you go out and you have a product idea and you're like, oh, well, there's already a ton of these. Mine's only slightly different. Just look at what Apple does. Apple comes out and refines a specific product idea and then gives it to their key demographic and they rave about it. Even though Android fans might say, we've had widgets literally for a decade. Why are you guys so excited? So it doesn't matter if there are people already doing what you're doing. It doesn't matter if someone's already shared a verse with someone else. It doesn't matter if that person's read that verse or if someone else has prayed for them. 
you have value to give and you need to be honest with yourself about why you're not stepping out and sharing it with someone else. Okay, let's go into the action step. I want you just to take a moment, get a piece of paper out, and ask yourself, is there an area of my life that I am not stepping out in, or is there something that I have not taken the next step with because of the curse of knowledge? And if you feel like there is, just write that down. And then I want you to take a moment, and I want you to ask God. Say, God, what do you feel about that? What do you think about that area of my life? And pause and listen. And there's a really good chance that the first thing you hear is God's voice, that still small voice. And I just want you to write that down. And then I want you to dialogue with him about that. Well, what do you mean about this? Well, what else can you tell me, God? And then after that, I want you to put down on paper, what's the next step you're going to take? Are you going to take one small step into starting your business? Are you going to create a prototype? Are you going to call that client you've been thinking about? Or that person that it's been on your heart to share the word with them or to give an encouraging word? Are you going to step out and just share a little bit with them? What is that one thing that you're going to do to get one step closer to getting past the curse of knowledge? Okay, entrepreneurs, I hope you have an amazing week, and we can't wait to see you again here on The Eternal Entrepreneur. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.